people of Earth, we have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in three, two, one. Hi, welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson. Today our topic is going to be improving brainstorming sessions. Uh, brainstorming is one of those tools that uh, everybody knows how to use, or at least they think they know how to use. But when you ask them, do you get good results? They usually say no. Yeah. And so there are some reasons for it. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at three areas as usual. First one is, what's the purpose of brainstorming? Uh, two, uh, has brainstorming maybe outlived its purpose in corporate world? And then three, how do you make it effective? So first one, purpose of brainstorming. Craig, you were in, in business. What was your purpose of brainstorming? Well, you know, I have to be honest, it's been a long time since I went to something and said, hey, let's sit down and do a brainstorming session. It's it's not something I can remember in the last several years as a big part of how we did things. Right. Uh, but I think ideally the purpose of brainstorming is to try and get a lot of ideas out on the table, right? If you're dealing with a way, you know, a new product or trying to fix a customer issue or make some sort of change, the idea is let's get a bunch of ideas out there and get them mm -hmm. on the table, right? And let's pick one. Right, right. Yeah, and if you think brainstorming, actually, a little history here from the old man in the group. Uh, in, in 1947, uh, an ad executive by the name of Alex Osborne came up with the idea of brainstorming. If you think about brainstorming, throwing ideas on the table, just like you said, uh, it sounds kind of advertising-ish. Yeah. Uh, and his concept was you bring a bunch of people together with different disciplines, different knowledge, different experience, and you'll get a good wealth of ideas. Uh, and uh, he actually had, it's like a 14-step flowchart on how to do brainstorming. Uh, and as we know, no one does 14 steps anymore, usually three steps. One, what's our problem? Two, what ideas do you have? And then three, which of these ideas will work? Right. And so we've kind of condensed it. So we've taken a lot of the, the meat out of the actual brainstorming session itself. But the purpose of brainstorming is new ideas. Uh, a lot of times I hear people misuse the term, like, well, we need to brainstorm the problem. Well, you bring a group of people in who, in the back of their mind, they think brainstorming is idea generation, and you haven't even come up with the root cause yet. They're starting to come up with solutions for the root cause before you even know exactly what it is. And so they're, they're in many instances, you lose that what is the actual root cause of the problem. And so brainstorming purpose, new idea generation. Okay. The second uh, area we'll cover is, uh, has brainstorming outlived its purpose? You said you can't remember the last time you were in a brainstorming session, so yeah. maybe it has. I, you know, at least in my industry, and you know, I worked around banking and finance and opera. I mean, it was... Well, from what I read, they are very creative. I think we're all creative. Yeah, especially at the <laughs> banks. Um, but we, uh, no, I mean, it, it's hard to even think about, you know, with how time pressured people are, right. say, hey, let's go sit in a room and toss some mm -hmm. ideas around is a little bit of a struggle. I, I don't think I found it particularly effective, you know, in what I did. Now, you know, I, we've done some things that you've already corrected me and said it's an old idea of reposition is new, but design thinking is something I saw doing a lot more, especially mm -hmm. if you're thinking around ideas for products and brands and different things like that, of, of kind of getting your ideas together on a post note, putting them up on the board, and then reviewing them and voting on them that way, which is probably the absolute worst description of design thinking that ever existed. Uh, but I think it took out some of the things that made brainstorming tough, like, oh, there's no stupid ideas. I, I have heard any number of incredibly stupid ideas in brainstorming sessions, and it's hard to sit there and say that wasn't stupid. So I think, and it, you know, as you and I were talking, it muffles ideas, Yeah. right? So 
I think kind of pulling that out, um, you know, I don't think community is really a valued idea in business as much anymore. Mm -hmm. And so having everybody sit around and toss out ideas, I don't know, is still useful today. But, and see, you bring up the idea of community, and we've talked in a previous episode about millennials, yeah. okay? And one of the things with millennials is, you know, care and feeding is to make things more social. Yeah. And so in that particular instance, if we want to incre create that social atmosphere where we're all working together on the same team, brainstorming can be very effective in that regard, yeah. particularly with the next generation of leaders coming into it. So that's a, a, a business opportunity that a lot of groups can take advantage of to make it more of a social type of environment where we're yeah. all trying to save, solve the same problem, but people have different perspectives. And right. let's face it, you get someone in the room like me, you know, old timer, like to you know look at things this way, it, we used to do it, yeah. worked last time, uh, The there's new technology, there's new things. And sure. so maybe Brainstorm hasn't actually outlived its purpose in business, but perhaps it can be updated. Uh, in order to be more effective. Yeah. So let's talk about how to make it more effective again, yeah. okay? Uh, and one of the things that uh, I always recommend, it's just like with any meeting, you've got to have a particular framework of rules that when you get into that brainstorming session, people are all following the same rules, not just what kind of ideas do you have? Because when you do that, then some things creep in that create obstacles. Like the minute the first or second idea comes up, someone will begin judging that idea. And the minute someone starts judging an idea, they shut down everybody else. And it could be judging an idea simply as, Craig, that's a great idea. And the minute I hear, Craig, that's a great idea, in my mind, it's like, well, I don't have an idea that can be as good as well, that. And if it, it was my idea, down. yeah, probably, probably won't. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, making sure that you, uh, uh, well, if you bring a group of people in who've just come from answering phone, you know, off the phone, they've been on the road, they've been answering emails, and you pull them into a room and go, okay, here's the problem, let's start. It's almost like starting a car in a cold winter morning here in Indianapolis where yeah. you got to warm it up a little bit. And so one of the things I always like to do is just to get that right side of the brain working is do, do a warm up. And the way you do a warm up is you take something simple like, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, how, how can we make paper clips more effective? Yeah. And so you take just some inane type of problem and you let people start to be creative. And you go through a mini brainstorming session so that this way they don't try to go from zero to 60 yeah. all at one time. You're warming them up, getting that right brain going and things like that. Uh, and the second one, which is a big one, is deferring judgment. During the brainstorming session, uh, I always like to use the analogy, it should sound like popcorn in a microwave, where it's just pop, 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 not pop, talk, 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 pop, talk, 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 because you're not going to come up with a good brainstorming list at that point. Yeah, I think, it, you know, I really prefer, if I'm thinking about what I'm doing, brainstorming sessions, doing some of the newer ways we did it with everybody kind of getting all their ideas and just stream of consciousness, knocking out a bunch of ideas on post-it notes without that kind of worry about, oh, will someone think my idea is stupid? Getting all that out there, getting those up and organized on a board. And then protecting I, people's identity, basically. To an extent, yeah. but you know, also not putting those stifling things in, right? Mm -hmm. Or making people think they can't get a better idea than what they just heard. Then getting those up there, and then the voting and the ranking of them. I really found that to be a much more effective way of getting a lot of input from a group, which you know I wouldn't disagree with you on the millennial question. I do think, you know when I think back to some of our millennial team members, they enjoyed it, but so did some of our other generations as well. Um, but getting that all up there, getting it on the board, and it also has that kind of tactile idea that you kind of put a vote on something and mm -hmm. you find it. That to me is a more effective way to do it than kind of just having a bunch of people sitting around the table hoping that you get popcorn. 
Which instead, you get more like, hey, let's all have a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Never heard it put that way. Yeah. But you're absolutely right, because there are different ways to do brainstorming, and I think people should look at those different ways to do it. Yeah. And I'm sure if you did an internet search, you'd find out where you design thinking, there's a nominal group technique brainstorming, uh, because studies do show that people tend to be more creative when they're by themselves yeah. than when than when they're with a group. Uh, and one of the reasons for that is group think. It's just peer pressure, I'm not gonna say anything. And so that shuts down the brainstorming. So I think there are some things that you can do. So, key takeaways. I'm brainstorming, what'd you come up with? Yeah, I don't have to think, well, let me think of some ideas. <laughs> uh, no, I think brainstorming, I do think in a lot of ways it's just something that's kind of passed. I'm not sure if that particular way to do it is the way I'd want to run my business going forward. I think there's some newer ways to get a lot of ideas and participation on the table. Uh, but I think if you want to do it, I, I just go back to my default on everything. You have to be very intentional about it. You have to have kind of a laid out way of how we're going to do it and then really enforce that discipline on it if that's how you're going to do it. Yeah, and I tend to agree with that. I see brainstorming somewhat in the business environment if we were to look at equipment and tools as the old fax machine. And we know that fax has been updated through, you know, when you, you can take a PDF of a file and send it through email, still doing the same thing that the fax machine did, but you're using current technology. And so I would say with brainstorming, don't go back to the old way that it used to be done. Try to find new ways and yeah. the design thinking, the affinity diagramming, uh, the nominal group technique brainstorming are all different ways uh, that you can do brainstorming. And the nice thing about it is when you introduce those ways, if it's not the same old way that the group used to do, you start to see some excitement that they're gonna do something that is different from what they used to do. Because yeah. the minute most people hear brainstorming, they just shake their head and they go, we never come up good ideas in these brainstorming sessions. So put a different spin on it, see how it'll work. Great. All right, well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode on brainstorming with Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. If you've liked this video, please click the like button down below and subscribe to the video. And if you would, share with your friends and your colleagues if you think there's some pieces in here that you'd like them to know. Hope you learned something. Again, I'm Lou Quinto. I'm Craig Anderson. Thanks.